2: Shall we begin,
0: ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Real Feels Podcast. Hey,
2: it's Drew here, and Nathan, and this is Jack and Jack. Hi, Jack. Jack, Drew, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, you're married. I did it. You're married, boy. It yeah. happened. You got a yeah. ring on your finger. I liked it so much, I put a ring on it, and it and it lights up. It <laughs> it it, gl- it glows by love. That's it glows by love. we sticking with that. Oh gosh, that was a beautiful wedding. It was. It was gorgeous. Um, I, I I really really enjoyed the hell out of myself. Right? Girlfriend and I, uh, su- supremely good time. Yeah. It, it was rather nice. I was I was impressed with the open bar. Oh. It- Spend no expense. I mean, John Hammond style. I was a bit overly impressed with the opening. (laughs) (laughs) I I did not end up in the pool. (laughs) I noticed I had to drive your overly impressed ass home. (laughs) We thank you for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Much (laughs) obliged. (laughs) Much obliged. What are we doing, guys? We're not here to really talk about a wedding. Just kidding. We're going to talk about the wedding. But also today we're going to be doing our music episode of two thousands high fidelity. Mmm, mm-hmm. featuring a little uh,
2: John Cusack and Jack Black the two best parts of this story, I think so. it's the
0: two, <laughs> like, the two
2: most notable, notable I mean you have I, Catherine Zeta-Chones I, I do like, like Timothy whatnot. Robbins I, like he plays like a great
0: scumbag his, his he's oddity of a character which it fits because
2: that's what just works with it mm-hmm. he's a blip on the radar he, he's there and with gone he's <laughs> like his his uh eastern tunics and, right and uh, yeah he's like calm,
0: I'm getting some negative energy here, can you just... I was
2: expecting more of that, where it was like, he was like all in the incense, and he was like, yeah.
0: This whole thing is like, I'm in conflict resolution, this is what I do.
2: And that's why, or that path of like, I'm a therapist, hey, let's talk about this, Um, not this weird middle ground that he... It was an odd thing it, it, but it, i mean it worked to the story when he's describing tim robbins as as his former neighbor all i could remember was he always had like the latest like uh, tribal music on and Whatever then when it was they cut to we, to, can... to them having dinner uh when he's trying to call and get a hold of her like there's the tribal music going on in the background he's like i need to second an opinion with like his sauce
0: or when he's when he's calling in and it keeps ringing during dinner and he it's playing even then but the phone is just like, it's
2: ruining his zen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his chi is all freaked up. <laughs> she has every right to be a little, like, perturbed. Oh, right. I mean... Oh, yeah, just keep talking gets... to your ex. Right.
0: Yeah, just keep talking to your Not ex that he more. necessarily knows that's who's calling, but I think it's just the fact that
2: it's like... Yeah, we heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that got picked up. There's no editing that out. It's a sparkling water. It's a sparkling... Water. <laughs> it's a sparkly... Don't La jump crue. to conclusions.
0: Right. LaCrew. <laughs> you know who enjoys LeCru? Uh Corey from... Uh, the more gooder than podcast
2: i just like the burn of the bicarbonate i mean it, it people make fun of it it's like you know like you take a sip and somebody shouts the name of the fruit it's supposed to be in the next room that's what it tastes like it's, it's pretty certain. What's that flavor? Wow. Tangerine. Yeah, or, or tangerine, <laughs> but it, it's just sparkling water that happened to be shipped in a crate that contained real tangerines, and it's just like it the, the pheromones that it absorbed, it absorbed off of it. It's by osmosis. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we get to add LaCroix to our, uh, our... Oh, sorry, is that they say LaCroix, not LaCrew? I, I have no idea. LaCroix, La We We have a different name for it. Uh, we call it bitch water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I... I, I i can see why yeah. i mean it's because my girlfriend had come in and she saw it in the the refrigerator like you know a year ago and she, she like, would call it like, what do you like you need some ugg boots and a,
0: <laughs> you need some cranberry a, water la- huh? latte right now <laughs> and then like
2: i asked her like she's go to the kitchen she's like you want anything you want one of your little bitch waters i'm like yeah okay did you like leonardo DiCaprio like departed her as she asked that oh, just she- like <laughs> just break the glass and slam <laughs> No, no, she drinks all my bitch water. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, perfect. That's yeah. like a Fair play. Seems sounds like a nice match. High Fidelity.
0: High Fidelity. That's what High we're here movie, for. movie.
2: <laughs> bitch uh, water. Pitch That's, water. Water. That's <laughs> actually a good name for this. <laughs> so High, but, uh, High Fidelity was a book released in 1994 by Nick Hornsby, or Hornby. And he in, wrote other things, didn't he? He wrote other things. Uh, Better things. This is set in England, because he's an English author, and he it was originally set in London. But now we're doing it five years later in 2000 in Chicago. Chicago, mm-hmm. okay, all right. And uh, I think before we delve into that, we have a
0: we have a little trailer. Let's hear it. Okay. My store is called Championship Vinyl. <laughs> Turn it off. It won't go any louder. Now,
1: baby, I'm sure.
0: I can't fire them. I hired these guys for three days a week and they just started showing up every day. that was four years ago. Rob Gordon has a successful business and a dedicated following.
1: I used to go to the double door to hear you spin. you were unbelievable.
0: But when it comes to dating, hi Hi, this is Penny Hartwood. Hi, Caroline. He's still searching for the right woman. What's your name? Laura! Now his search may have ended. She does this thing in bed when she can't get to sleep. She kind of half moans and then rubs her feet together an equal number of times. <laughs> but his problems just started.
1: I like you with Laura. I don't think much of this Ian guy. What Ian guy? You gotta be kidding me. Touchstone to Pictures die. presents.
0: Na, 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 na. How's Ian? He's growing on me. Oh! He looks like he could grow on something. John Cusack, Jack Black, Lisa Bonet, Joan Cusack, even Yila, and Lily Taylor.
2: Obviously, I know how special Laura is. I would hate it if I lost her. You know what I'm saying, G?
1: Get your patchouli stick out of my store! I want
2: Get
0: it, Get it! Think about it, Rob. Okay? High Fidelity.
2: I'm looking for a record for my
0: daughter. I just called to say I love you. Do we look like the kind of store that sells I just called to say I love you? Go to the mall. What's your problem? Do you even know your daughter? There's no way she likes that song. Oh, oh, oh. is she in a coma? So London, you say?
2: Indeed, Indeed. <laughs> but moved to Chicago. But moved to Chicago, and the author didn't have any issue with that. He thought that the the book spoke more about you know it was it was a grander set than just like the, the story G- is G- more important G- geographical purpose than the location. Uh, but the book basically just followed his his five all time greatest breakups, and then the goes top five. goes through there through the reconciliation, and then sort of the final end scene, which did not contain skaters that were. <laughs> That were suddenly. Into like DJ music? The, the so, were the DJ there's there's There was a lot of parts of this that I was confused.
0: It, see, it seemed weird. It, it's almost like John Cusack, with having the all time top five breakups, while reconciling and learning about his life, while going through, the, like, signing the skaters seemed to be like a weird midlife crisis.
2: Well, it was sort of his wake up because they just had that scene before where she was talking about, like, you know, he'd. Like she had the list of like top five uh, careers, and it was like architect and record label exec. Yeah. So I think he was trying to sort of address that, but um, I like the movie. I don't love it. Um, I, I would I don't agree. Dislike it. Um, what do you think, Nathan? I get the feels of less than that. I I was not into this film. No. I now when I it's say that it's not a feel good movie by any means. It. it it, it's almost like the
0: downside of the feels like you still get feels for from it but it's kind of like those times where i think everyone can kind of like associate where if you're like in a a certain mood if you're like literally feeling kind of low or blue like some music can feel like very you know it's keen to the situation you can you know, connect with the lyrics. You can connect with the mood that the that the music's kind of like putting out, and you're kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna mellow out. I'm gonna kind of jam to this, or like, oh, these lyrics get me. The singer gets me. Am They're, I
2: miserable because I'm miserable, or am I miserable because I listen to pop music? Which, there, there's some good lines first? in this. There's some definitely some uh, there's moments. Good, there's good lines. The monologues that Rob does. I mean, those are ripped right out of the the pros. Right, of the book. and they are very, very good. I like. That. I tune in for that. I tune in for Jack Black. The rest. Mm-hmm. Click. Uh, kind of click. And, and Catherine zeta Jones, because she's awesome. And she looks fan freaking tastic in this. That she does. Woo! That she does. When they were writing Charlie. the script. Charlie.
0: <laughs> when they were writing the script, they actually so wrote badass. the script in mine with Jack Black to play the character of Barry. And uh, they al- they almost didn't get him because he almost he uh, basically turned it down for the first time.
2: You know who auditioned for that that role as well? Oh, good Lord. Artie Lang. Oh, I don't think it would have worked out. For no, him. they can say Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what you need? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, though I did like the interplay with uh, the other guy. What was it Dick?
0: Dick. the the, the kind of like uh, sort of subtle of emotional dude or... yeah it's yeah. like can you tell him can you tell Barry I'm sorry next time I see him oh yeah rob i, I can tell him the, the next time i see him cuz i got other stuff to tell him you know when i see him next it's okay <laughs> i'll tell him the the stuff yeah. When I see him yeah, next time, you're, you're all like
2: awkward. But then, shut up, Dick. <laughs> Dick has got the affect of a dish rag,
0: but <laughs> but that's kind of the part
2: he plays. <laughs> like he's just sort of there to like take take the the ribbings of uh, no.
0: And that's it because you have the. It's kind of weird because you have you have Rob almost being literally the middleman between the two when he said like I can't really fire him. I hired him for three days a week, but they started showing up every <laughs> like single that. day. That was four years ago. <laughs> And so, he is literally the middleman of, like, the emotional spectrum between all three characters. Mm-hmm. Dick is, like, you know, down low, kind of calm and mellow. And you have Barry, who's just like, in, wow! y- in your face. He's Jack yeah. Black. Literally, he is Jack Black. What to
2: these the shit Steve. is this?
0: I <laughs> <laughs> want well, to listen to some good music. It's the, it's the album that we're listening to, Barry. No. Although he takes the tape out and he's like, yours? Throws it.
2: I think, so, I think maybe that's where some of my dislike for this movie comes from is i'm not a huge fan of elitist which this highlights very much the the two of them oh it's like the hippie
0: snobs yeah Yeah. sorry not hippie hipster hipster snobs you don't have that
2: in your collection or like oh you you never heard that the the london press release or the
0: the guy that barry won't sell the record to because he desperately wants it but he sells it to the nobody who just comes in he's all like, do you have that record? I don't have that record. Give me 40 bucks. Sell him the record.
2: You know what it reminds me though is like the the Friday night magic crowd oh, at the yes! local <laughs> gaming store. Where oh, like, like you're you're only, you've, you've got a crappy little deck you're together. And you want to go in and throw some of those out and they're just like, just What do you mean you don't have a place at a force of wills? you just destroying your, your entire deck and like, oh, you don't even belong here. It's like, I just want to have fun. It's so like the like, guy who came in. He's like, "What deck. was the song you want to buy for his daughter?" Like, I just called to uh, say, "I just called love... to say I love you." Uh, no, we don't. I,
0: we don't have that. Oh, what? Well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't know it was the uh, pick on the uh, the, the square the middle guy. aged square guy. Well, he's like,
2: "How? Like, what gives you the right?" He's like, oh, "I'm sorry. Like, we don't sell that trash." I think that was John John Cusack's father. Who is she ca- is who she in a in coma? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Even though. Uh, Harold Ramis was supposed to actually play Rob's father in the movie. They actually shot a scene, and that got cut. Oh, Beverly good. D'Angelo was also is in the movie. She scene shot, but she was supposed to be somebody who was selling her dead husband's record collection to Rob, and that got cut out as well. Okay, so the hmm. movie could have been a little bit different. I mean, anytime Harold Ramis is was involved in anything, it generally turned out very good. That's so
0: funny. I'm still on the, you know, comparing it to the, uh, the elitist magic crowd from yeah. the gaming it's store. Spot night. On there's yeah. a there's a group of guys which I do love them dearly, but they they pull some weird shenanigans. They went to a convention one time and they opened up a um they had, there was a table that you could buy a booster pack of beta. So like way back when, expensive cards. Okay. And so they all pulled their money together and they would. You know, pull out the cards White and they love pull...
2: and check sh-
0: yeah. it. Oh, yeah. What well, no, if no. it's
2: a black lotus? Oh my, my emotions.
0: No, so they'll pull out like expensive cards that like are like obviously the more the the rares are ones are in the back, and they will pull them out and they'll look at it and they're like, yeah, this is really good, and like it's on camera and it's at the convention and they just and like unboxing. They just like shh, they'll rip it in half, oh. and or like at the tournaments if they if they uh win a mat, sometimes if like two of them are winning first and second place, they'll take a pair of scissors and they'll cut the mat in half and they'll give them to each other. And, like, one of their phrases, uh, a good friend of mine, James, he's all like, money's only real
2: if you're poor. And I was like, quit quit talking. I, uh, I, it's I don't it's know, weird how can, they do that. You can record cringing. But, <laughs> you record but if you cringe. could... But
0: that's the kind of idea that like, right now, that, like, what gentlemen. Barry and them are kind of doing. Even the guy says, he's all like, man, you guys are snobs. And they're like, no. And he's like, we only do it because, you know, we know more and we're better than other people. And he's like,
2: you mean everyone? They're like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: So that brings us back to Rob, the record- consummate uh, record snob. Even his apartment is full of full, full of racks, records, of which records.
0: was organized, I think, alphabetically. And then later on in the movie, he autobiographically, he organizes autobiographically no which shit. seems which is weird because Dick That's is what, all yeah. like, we're going to go to the bar and listen to some music. And like, you seem like you're busy. Are you reorganizing? Yeah. Well, it can't be. It can't be uh, like you know, alphabetically. No. Chronologically. No. Autobiographically, and he's like, no way. Like mm-hmm. it almost looks like he's. It, it, I mean, he's just getting so caught up in it,
2: and well, he's... he broods like the entire goddamn movie. Do, oh. do record people? Is this? If I don't know, if this is a thing. If you are a record person, please write us uh, because we would like to know. Are you like this?
0: It's it's interesting to where, like, certain people, when they have, like, a feeling about a collection, like, they'll organize it in a certain way. I had a friend who had this well-to-do, like, book collection, and he wouldn't categorize it by, like, genre or specifically by author. He would do it um, alphabetically by title, yeah. which I mean, it was fine. Like, it's a certain order, but, like, it would definitely, like, mix up the different books. I mean, like, me, I put mine by uh, author. It's it's by author, but then in a like it's it the each shelf is its own subcategory of like genre specific. Elitist. i just go <laughs> with the order that I read it. <laughs> I don't even bother with that shit. I just grab it and put it back on the
2: shelf when I'm done. Chronologically, I guess. Oh, no. I don't a have bit. a ton of like books. I I didn't really have a ton of DVDs. Anymore. I have more books than I. Ended. Well, that's the thing <laughs> I was thinking about watching this movie. Is like there are very few people, unless you were like the uber audiophile, that you know, most of your stuff is digital these days right where you're listening to like you know uh, pandora or and that's why I think that, like or... they they hold this like other elitist kind of feeling is because it's a lost art records is not something that is just like
0: that's really prominent today except for like the the avid collector
2: and even in I 2000 mean, it wasn't like you know, you have any vinyl in, records i do i do i i inherited my my parents collection and then i've added some to it and um, i actually have quite it's a, not a few. lot and do you but and, one, I, not open. I don't listen to. Uh, I don't listen to them just because I don't have a record player. And okay. two, they're more collectibles,
0: right? I have really old vintage, um, like first uh, pressing, uh, first pressing. I was going to say first editions. <laughs> <laughs> I have first pressings of um, like original Broadway recordings. So sh- I mean, this this those is are a really nice. How dare the theater major! <laughs> have broadway albums papa can you hear me <laughs> i can't wait to do another musical with
2: you <laughs> i'm still trying to get demon barber of fleet street songs there out was of my demon. head He's mine, the Lord, demon. You that is <laughs> all right you son of a bitch
0: <laughs> <laughs> i did that to him at your wedding too. <laughs>
2: um. i should have been like and ladies and gentlemen Guess, <laughs> guessing <laughs>
0: that mic over to that man right no. there <laughs> no when, whenever we were taking pictures and I was throwing them up on Twitter I kept tagging them all like real ah. oh. Oh. You hashtag real wedding oh man and wife Men and man
2: wife. and wife you got many uh, congrats from uh, the twitterverse out there Oh, yeah, all so of our... strangers are very happy for you <laughs> Yeah, but like, the strangers well we done. wouldn't be able to do this without but really we'd probably still do it yeah. anyway.
0: uh, like different people that are you know just like fans and following yeah uh, you know, the Twitter and following the podcast. But uh, a lot of people from a group that uh, I kind of follow and converse with is the uh, WLI Pod Peeps, which is the Work, Life, and Balance your, your podcast. pod gang? Do you it's guys my have pod It's my pod squad goals. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when you're a w, What is it?
0: W- WLI Pod Peeps. Wow.
2: Mm. Which is
0: Work, Life, and Balance, which is a fantastic uh, podcast. Album. So
2: did it- did, did you get jumped in? Did I get jumped in? No. <laughs> they
0: just invited. This is, there's no cutthroat business did about this. Did you have this. to
2: put in work air quotes? Ooh. Did you kill somebody to get into this group? I don't have to answer to you. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they had to kill a podcast. A fellow oh, podcast. Oh, a fellow uh. podcast? <laughs> they haven't put out an episode in like well, a month. I, what I happened? I don't know where they are. I don't know. Drew, where'd you get that knife? store <laughs> <laughs> looks like a new n- new microphone juice what? why is there blood on it <laughs> i found it it <laughs> fell down some stairs <laughs> high fidelity high fidelity, <laughs> 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 fidelity. <sighs> <sighs> it's definitely not my top 5
0: it's it's not a top 5 i do enjoy the uh the different sets of music and it's again if you're not like an audiophile like you said it's going to be a, a kind of a hard movie to kind of like go through when they keep naming off different bands and i'm a guy where I don't know a lot of bands. I don't know a lot of, like, lead singers. But if you play a song and I like it and I know it, I'm going to like, cool. I'm, I'm game. I'm there. But I don't know. Like, a lot of this, uh, like, when they're debating over, um, when he starts playing, like, Walking on Sunshine for, like, the top Monday morning mix, okay. and he stops it, and he's well, like-
2: Well, it's Monday afternoon. You should Monday have gotten out of, should have got out of bed earlier.
0: Or- <laughs> he's like, mm, I want to do it now. But- he's like don't you want to play next don't you want to see what happens next what's next song and he's like what is it like little latin i i can't think of what the song was but he and dick kind of get into it when dick's like oh by what so is wrong so. with the righteous brothers yeah he's like "What's wrong? no you tell me right now what's wrong with, with little the latin
2: brothers? lulu or something yeah like
0: that. and i looked that up and i started listening to it and i was like oh okay i've never heard this song in my life and again I think, I think certain songs are just gonna kind of go over your head. but I do love the idea of like kind of like what we do where we sit and we'll talk about different movies like on a Friday night or something and we'll debate like what's better or like what we enjoy. and they, they do that all the time. He's all like, all right, top five Monday songs, uh, top five songs about death, you know mm-hmm. you know in honor of this or whatever. like they, they're discussing music in the aspect of like how we would discuss film
2: oh no I was going to say I I like I like their banter and I like that they're uh that's their their thing but it's really their thing. Right. If if they started talking about bands that I listened to growing up or you know cared about mm-hmm. then I would have been like, "Oh my gosh, this was a movie for me." So that's why I think that this movie the feels come more with the relationships part. That's where I'm like, "Okay, I'll I guess I'll, like, dig into this more, even though even that wasn't, like, all my... Well, I mean, a lot of the mu- music there, talking about is sort of esoteric, like, punk stuff, and, uh, you know, some that's, of the stuff you really did I wanted to recognize. hear more about The Clash. I wanted to hear more about... Yeah. But but, that. but that's too mainstream. Yeah, who knows? But that's, who the, knows? that's the other weird part. is like, oh, wait, are they trying to be, like, punk? Or are they trying to be... Because he's a DJ, he, he had DJ'd and mm-hmm. then he eventually goes back to it. This is not the DJing that uh, is nowadays where they just, you know, sk- Skrillex and, you know. It was really
0: funny when he, she, he was remembering back when he had first met Laura at the, at the club when he was DJing. She's like, that's a good record. And it's really funny. It's not like a thank you because he did that a couple of times where people would say, like, what's that song? Or that song's pretty cool. And he'd be all like, I know. I know. And I'm like, oh. Thank you for, like, recognizing good music. It's all like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Thank you for uh, for the comment. I didn't need it, but cool. Yeah, I know. But when she uh, comes up and says, that's a really cool record, all I could think of was that scene from High School High with John Lovitz oh, and he brings God, the record up. that's the only sin I could think of. He's all like, it's a,
2: it's a it's first a one a pressing kind. one of a
0: kind. He's like, yeah, yo, chief, that's okay. I'll, I'll play get some it. of that. I'll get it. <laughs>
2: High school High it was a blast from the past that I did not need. But, but,
0: but thank you, gentlemen.
2: Uh, thank you. You're quite welcome. My favorite well, part of that where he he looks looks at the school, looks back, his car is up on bricks in <laughs> like a half second. <laughs> and, and then he lifts his hand and all he's holding onto is the handle of his briefcase.
0: Jack <laughs> Jack knows when we discussed on our Patreon episode for uh for Saving Silverman and for the Philadelphia story, I made it very clear that I love Stupid comedies. And high school high is one of those yeah. that just it
2: can, <laughs> you, get, you get dumber <laughs> while you watch it. It's Jack yeah. is not happy with me. <laughs> well what what makes Illetist. me angry about <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> What makes me angry about this movie? In the in the book, they sort of like it's very clear that Rob is is not a good guy. Uh, and I wouldn't say he's a good guy at all. Based but they on his they actions. they downplay this a lot. But he they he do. sort of has this sort of like this broken heartedness about him. But he's the root of all of his own problems. And he goes out and he sleeps with the the one. Uh, the, Thank the you, one That's one of my and biggest issues. As soon as he meets up with Laura and she's like, "Well, I slept with him." He like has a tantrum. Like you just slept with another woman. Right. His yeah. whole thing is all like,
0: "Have you slept with him?" No, I haven't slept with him yet. And his he's so concerned about this entire hope, thing and. Yeah. How was it? Was it and better? And he's reminiscing like, that's, about that's all weird. the past relationships and why they broke up and blah blah blah. And then, and then he, he goes off. The cause of like he's like, oh yeah, except I broke for the up with first her. one, except for the first uh, one where uh, uh, she was making she out with the other guy, She went off and married the first boyfriend. But then also even the girl that uh, he was dating, where they were both just basically like miserable together. That was Lily. Weird. That yeah. um, I forget her name, but she she's that's in the, the Haunting. Name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, 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 with Liam Neeson. So you have like that relationship I don't see him being necessarily the root of that being
2: they're they're both it, it was when she offered it, pills and stuff and Right. The, but again he was still he was okay with the status quo of that relationship just sort right. of like being they, miserable together right. they and she like she was ready to move good. on and that sort of segs through his getting him getting hung up with uh, Charlie and never really feeling like he belonged and then yeah. him sort of constantly venturing out when he's with Laura as far as, you know, the you know, the next new person he meets. You know, well, maybe I'm hindering myself by staying with Laura. That's I sort do of love idea. the mother's response when he has to tell her, like, oh, Laura left.
0: Girlfriend gone. Move out. <laughs> Not here. And she just starts <laughs> just just crying. crying because she knew that, like, this is the only good thing for you.
2: How yeah. sad. Oh, my god! So, real quick, the funeral. This was weird. They lowered the casket down inside the... Maybe he was going to be cremated. Below the church? Maybe they I hired Sweeney know.
0: Todd.
2: This. <laughs> 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 we need a good trapdoor guy. Well, he starts walking down the aisle you me. <laughs> no I mean maybe the that the I mean, coffin's
0: empty I mean, <laughs> I mean maybe that's it maybe it lowers it down to you know some place where it's going to be cremated maybe there's like a basement below the church and that's where like the car is and it can drive it in and out guys are just who knows DS-ing this is not that not, what, I don't have the floor plans oh, to this weird, church weird. more so the entire thing I was yeah, watching yeah. it's not it wasn't even the funeral scene it was really I, although I do love I love every fourth uh, wall break that he does to talk to the camera like even turning around And that's probably the best part oh but him turn around saying like all right four four best songs that i would want at my funeral the four best songs that i would want at my funeral because he even turns around to yes. acknowledge the fact that he's still in the funeral to talk to the audience but when he's in the funeral it's not even the fact that he's there it's it's what it's like the one true time where he actually has like a concerning emotion about laura because he has to sit not be with her but to watch her in like literal pain and yeah. to hear her like that's awful like you can just see him just be like I want to hold you but I can't do anything about
2: it yeah but he still makes it about him at the he end he does during the funeral he does he that's like, why I said has it's a, a moment This <laughs>
0: guy's
2: a, a prick No,
0: I, yeah yeah I mean he doesn't let up I mean even like the phone calls in the rain
2: yeah screaming that's, which is which, which is kind of creepy
0: and after every single breakup like when he's yelling at Catherine Zeta-Jones Charlie <laughs> You bitch!
2: (laughs) Come on, let's talk about it! Let's work it out! (laughs) Let's work it out! I love when their mutual friend comes into the record store playing by his sister, Joan Cusack, and she's like, Hi, Rob, you fucking asshole!
0: (laughs) 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 She's always been a unique... Kind of uh, like a character actress. In she
2: was set. she was with him in Gross Point Blank, which I think yep. is the superior John Cusack movie. Oh, th- okay. I'm so so glad you said that because all of the women minus Catherine Zeta Jones, I was like, I kind of wish this is just Mini Driver. I kind of wish I was just watching Gross Point. There's Blank. no Dan Aykroyd. The, yes, like this. I do like movie, Gross Point Blank, but I don't like Minnie Jeremy Piven. I like her. Oh, Piven! Mm-hmm. What well, he was so actually good. losing hair, and now he's got a full head of yeah. hair. Yeah, so go figure. There are that's what money will do. That's there that's are different John do. Cusack films
0: that I really, really enjoy. I mean, certain things like like Serendipity. I love okay. Serendipity mainly, and also, I mean meow kate Beckinsale. to take to, oh, yes. take
2: a saying out of nathan's wheelhouse uh second verse same as the first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is very much john cusack's sort of uh, okay let, M- then let's, then a little bit louder all right let's, I, let's get a little bit different. i have then. a girl i i lose her i get her back i lost her at the beginning i try the whole uh movie to get her back and then i get her back I mean, he he is iconically standing in a trench coat in front of a car, holding up. Uh, oh, say anything,
0: Ta-da! You know what? A lot of a lot of his films do involve him in a uh, downpour, like, long downpouring rain. What the heck? And lots was, lo- long clothing. Have you ever watched Identity?
2: I love Identity. Oh yeah, I love Identity. That That's a, a lot brilliant. of brooding. It's a lot of brooding. It's a good movie though. Mm-hmm. He's an, indulgent in his own psyche. You ever watch Must Love Dogs? No, because I I, <laughs> I have taste. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my. Uh, this is why we way, <laughs> way back, It's
0: out of hand. Well done. <laughs> this is Good why hit. we brought Jack on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't say it was better. I just I was. Happy. I mean,
2: it's no treasure planet, but you know what, what are you oh, going to do? Oh, shots do? fired!
0: Because <laughs> 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 he shots fired in the last forty eight hours. This is the
2: second time he pulled. Wow. Uh, oh, I, I let love let you, you so much. Your Uber is on its <laughs> way. <play. laughs> yeah. So, I, am I going to be sitting out in the rain shortly? As, and just as, as you guys yelling at <laughs> the window, pull out? assholes!
0: assholes and talk about it,
2: bitch! If you wanted it to hurt, you should have left sooner! <laughs> his, his delivery is great. Because <laughs> he gets so mad at these women that just are kind of like, you know, they're just human, and yet, it's all their fault. Even when it's his fault. Uh-huh. So great um i say we get the segments oh my now gosh. okay or are we, are we doing our oh.
0: you want a new top top five now top five later
2: we could split them up do one top five now one top i like that, do that.
0: Uh, which top five would you like now
2: let's do the movies this is like going into a a store going down the produce aisle and then going across <laughs> the entire store to go pick up one like peanut butter <laughs> shot and then going all the way back, like, yeah. I okay. needed the soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got it. I knew that I was coming for that.
0: All right, so we are definitely going to be hitting up some top five lists, and uh, top five. we are going to do top five movie songs. So, what do we got, Nathan? What do you got first?
2: All right, um, the first one I actually uh co did with Brooke. I said, uh-huh. babe, in a movie. What's a song that you can hear outside of a movie? You think of a movie, and, I mean, and she just started singing "Hungry Eyes," and I was like, "Oh, well, that I I expect no less from you." Dirty Dancing is your favorite movie, so of course, "Hungry Eyes," which works. And, and never I hear it. And go, it made her own top five list while I was making mine last night, and it wasn't "Hungry Eyes," but it was a Dirty Dancing song that was on hers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Women. Uh, mine. My, my first one. These are all unranked. By the way, yeah, no, uh, these are
0: not ranked in any way. But my
2: yeah. my first one is a little bit of a cheat, uh, but because I I have it on my phone and it will it'll seep into my playlist every now and again. Okay. but it's Yoda's theme by John Williams from The Empire Strikes Back uh... nineteen eighty. I love that scene. I love that song. <clears throat> um, I got to see it live at a John Williams, uh, orchestra like you know like a tribute night. Uh, I just adore that that scene where he lifts the X wing up out of the water and. Yeah, okay. um and it's that music is so good that that I think I owned all the soundtracks on CD at one point the, the original trilogy let's be clear I
0: was going right. to wonder like one how many of our songs were actually going to sync up together and like match and two how many were actually going to be songs as opposed to this is my orchestra. the only
2: one that is that's or, or, or orchestra? orchestra okay mm-hmm. all right uh and, it, and good. the I, I almost had to go with um uh, Last of the Mohicans soundtrack. But. So that's okay. There was a know, lot see, of if we did, if we did yeah. top like. Yeah. Thank you, Drew. I yeah. know. Thank you, Drew. Yeah.
0: I know that Last of the Mohicans would be on yours. Yeah.
2: Uh, Drew, what's your your first one? Then? All right.
0: So the first one that I got uh recently because just you know passed in December they actually uh they brought it to Edwards for one night only on the twenty seventh and I did I didn't go see it but I really really wanted to but I could also just pop out my own DVD and watch it at home but it's uh and I will not be judged. Oh, we're way, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're way past that. We're way past that. Auto judgment engaged. So it's um, engaged. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's Dare by Stan Bush from 1986 Transformers the movie.
2: Uh, that's sexy.
0: I love it so much. Okay. It's it's a great song. It's classic 80s stylings, and I frankly, it's a
2: really inspirational song. I love it. I like it a lot. You just sent me from six o'clock to midnight, my good friend. <laughs> well, my my second one is not inspirational. Um, it's you're gonna bring down the mood. <laughs> uh, it's no. I'm gonna take it to a weird direction of okay. Uh, All right. Spice Girls wannabe. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh. So every time I hear that song, I think of Small Soldiers because. One of the best uh, scenes in that movie is when they play psychological warfare, as Tommy Lee Jones says. And the mother goes, Phil, I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, was... Toy Soldiers? Oh, Small no. Soldiers. With, who also had Joan Cusek in as the robot. <gasps> no, no, no. Toy Soldiers Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Toy mm. Soldiers is. Or Toy. With Robin Williams? That's toys. Toys. That's toys. Sorry. You got me excited for a sec. I was like, wait, no, 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 no. Sean Cusack in Small Soldiers? Very different. Was he Archer? No.
0: (laughs) So, like, small little, like, sidestep. Honorable mention for the very first album that I ever bought when I was in fourth grade was Spice Girls' Wannabe. Oh, you poor dear. (laughs) (laughs) Nine-year-old Drew (laughs) buying his
2: first CD album. Sam, uh, if you want to be, be my, my lover, I feel like I'm you looking played at, it at
0: your DJ, your ADD DJ. <laughs> hey, it happens. I feel you like played I'm looking it at
2: you we... both right now with the the terminator targeting system and it's just like judging, judging. You know what? Judge, judge.
0: Your girlfriend and I were singing that song at the wedding and we were having a blast.
2: Oh, and you were stuck
0: gracious. between us
2: on the on the couch,
0: you couldn't escape.
2: <laughs> your second one. My second one is um Uh, every time you go away by paul young from 1987's planes trains and automobiles Uh, it's the song where he gets home uh but this has a, a a very nostalgic hit for me because i remember uh enjoying that immensely with my family and still do when thanksgiving comes around but i was young at that point i think i was only maybe six years old and i got the chorus wrong where it's every time you go away you take a piece of me with you. I thought it was every time you go away you take a piece of meat with you. Like every time you left Rightly grandma's so. house to head back after Thanksgiving, you got like some car snacking meats or something. Yeah. Uh and and my <laughs> the logic in there My sister so. and my mom found out about this and made lots of fun of me oh. uh at that age. Take a piece of meat. Take a with piece you. of meat with you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's roast me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so uh number two. Uh I I don't think you can really uh go away with it. Um you got uh, Eye of the Tiger from Rocky.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just I, I think it's just again, it's one of those movie songs that you can play it anywhere and everyone's gonna recognize the fact that Oh. It's uh it's Rocky.
2: Yeah. It,
0: you gotta climb them stairs. And anytime you're uh
2: Ready to like you know, just get into it. Just na 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 It it happens.
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
2: so no thanks to Archer, but Danger Zone is forever. Just anytime I hear it, I think of Archer, and then I think of Top Gun, and it's. It's I, great. I I, I do like the
0: song I talk to me Goose. Goose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. your ass zone. is.
2: <laughs> your mouth is writing checks your ass can't cash
0: <laughs> my dad when when we were younger um my dad was basically in charge when my brother and i did uh swim team and so he would take pictures all the time during the swim meets and stuff and he would at the end of the uh, swim season put together this uh slideshow and he would always you know put the music all the way and danger zone was always hard the Was those there ever
2: shows. a uh, a shirtless uh, beach volleyball scene in these? There wasn't
0: because we were 10.
2: Um Was there? <laughs> just frail. <a> <laughs> was there lots of high fives?
0: Um No, air it's, hugs and yeah. Finger, man, mainly just pistols. like mainly just like kids <laughs> like up on the diving block <laughs> or like in the midst of swim.
2: All right. All right. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Paul's a good man. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, so, I'm going to go with Road to Nowhere by The Talking Heads, uh, Little Monsters, 1989. Oh. That was the final song at the very end when they escape the the, uh, the underworld or whatever, uh, or else Fred Savage will be trapped there with his friends and they will become monsters themselves. Uh, but Talking Heads was on my radar uh, for a while before that, but I remember watching that movie just so much incessantly growing up. Okay. Uh, I loved that, that movie as a uh, kid. And plus, I love 80s music, so... Right? There we go.
0: And a nice callback, since we just did Princess Bride. Another... Uh, Fred Savage. Fred Savage. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Check the box. So, uh, my next one is... Uh, Don't You... Or Don't You Forget About Me, from The Breakfast Club. That's I a think, good one. I, I think another iconic song, I just for a... Uh, do you really hate that movie? Yeah, it's man, a... you are just like my ex. She hates oh, that whoa, movie. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Shots fired. Shots fired. Whoa. She hates that movie. She always Peter said guns. like it's it's so unrealistic. Come with me if you want to
2: live. <laughs> <sighs>
0: I don't know. She always said it was unrealistic that like the group of people would never band together and become friends. They're so different. I'm like, isn't isn't that the whole message of the I film?
2: Mean, it's, it's just uh, to it's realize that John we are Hughes, people. though, man, uh, there yeah. it's hard not to like Iron green. Um, it's not one of my favorites, but it is an iconic song.
0: I lo- I like the song more than the movie, but the movie—that's
2: weird. Man. That,
0: I keep finding new things about you. you. Know,
2: uh, I guess so.
0: Move on before it gets more. All
2: right, I will fire back with uh, Salt and Peppers. Push it, Grandma's boy. Because oh, every Grandma's time, <laughs> <laughs> sit on my thing. <laughs> Every time I watch that, I, or I hear that song. Don't you edit that out, Drew. I'm not not editing that out. You
0: just said that because I went to college with a guy who was exactly like that dude's character. No, I'm not even kidding. I think everyone's had that friend. He was such a weird guy.
2: He looked exactly like him, too. But when I hear that song, I immediately quote the movie and say, I love this woman! (laughs) So, yeah. My number four number four your love keeps lifting me higher and higher jackie wilson ghostbusters 2 1989 i love that i love that scene it's the lesser of the two ghostbusters offering but again a movie that i've seen countless times and i will hear that like playing on the radio and i i just want to have like the toaster bopping in the background (laughs) uh to the rhythm of the, the music uh, Nothing wrong with that.
0: So one that I really really enjoy, and I, I I at least play it maybe once a month in my classroom because I just love just getting up and kind of like bopping to it. But it's uh it's Dance Magic Dance by David Bowie from Labyrinth.
2: Wow. <laughs> Put that baby spell on me. Slap that baby make him scream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remind me of the babe. That was a what random babe. babe
2: with the power, Ooh, power, the power of voodoo. You do voodoo. Remind me of the babe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, you can leave the room. Right? Yeah, Jack, I'll take the Uber. Jack that was I, coming for Jack you. and I have work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, The next movie we're doing is Labyrinth. No, I'm just uh, mm-hmm. My, f- what? Huh? my fifth and final um, hero uh, from God, uh, Footloose, and a million other movies. Oh, Okay. Um, so my personal story with this one Thanksgiving Corey Leitner and I were uh, extremely tipsy at our house uh in at Roscomar, and we were flying little remote controlled helicopter like uh they were like rescue helicopters and we were like running and jumping over the couch t- blaring this song and from the, from <laughs> And we were just having the best time ever <laughs> trying to land and these like really hard to land spots and I need a hero mm. and like takeoffs. And it mm. was just very epic. We were very drunk. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm going to nap over here. All right. Um, <clears throat> my, I think this is my fifth and final one. Fifth and final, mm-hmm. uh, and that fifth and final one is Mad World uh, by mm. Gary Jules, Donnie Dargo 2001. Boom. Uh Dovetails nicely uh, with your story. It Also involves tipsiness. Like after seeing the movie, I had it on like a mix CD, and okay. I would I would come home some evenings and like like drunkenly put it on and just like stare at the speakers, brooding, brooding life. Whoa, all yeah. right. I like that song. Hey, it's a good song. Decent I, movie. It's a good song. I've got yeah. a deep emotional will. I won't be judged. Yeah. <laughs> Drew your last. So
0: the uh, the only song that is actually not from the 80s on my list is uh, Randy Newman's uh, You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story.
2: Aww. Good good call. I think it's a good nice <laughs> one. <laughs> why is Jack gotta ruin I everything? I don't know! Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Why do you hate it's me? These are real feels, <laughs> Jack. You're just feeling <laughs> it. Listen, my feelings are important. Yours aren't. <laughs> I guess Okay, Okay, I'm, I'm uh, Rob. Just, oh. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: How can a preference be bullshit? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did like that he uh, said that. That was that was a good point. No, yeah, maybe. that's a good point from the film. I think that's that's good. <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing high fidelity. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I'm also thinking about the Randy Newman skit from uh, one of the family from guys. Family Yeah, he's guys. walking <laughs> more. It's so painfully accurate. Yeah. But Randy Newman hit, hit the notes for me with uh, Major League. Uh, he did the entire soundtrack for that about the the Indians uh, not even winning the World Series. So like, you didn't do wild thing, though. Uh, I say we jump into our, our segment of uh, Cut It Out. Cut It Out? Cut it out? Mm. Mm. Snip, snip. Mm. What were you thinking? Well, you got me. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. And you've got to cut it out. Nathan, why do we have cut it out? We have cut it out for a very important reason, and that is to make the movies better. Uh, we Oh, more shots fired. We take out the scenes that we like to uh, hate and make sure that they don't see the light of day. Uh, because why? There's a lot of films that have a lot of sh- scenes, strange, that uh, don't need to be there. And so we like to cut it out.
0: Right. So if you cut them out, I mean, it shouldn't be detracting any from the story. You should still have a, nope. uh, a fairly competent movie.
2: You know. Yeah, still
0: earning them, uh, earning them monies.
2: Jack, so. get it, Jack. Get uh, it. Cut it. The Sonic Death Monkeys—they probably could have cut out uh, Jack Black singing at the end.
1: I've
2: been Stop that. stop that. You're not going to do a song while I'm here. It was not necessary. I thought um it just it, it sort of like tried to lighten up the mood of an otherwise sort of like well, this is kind of a crappy guy and his crappy life and I guess he's trying to do better. So was it like to see that they're they're successful now? I don't think it's to say that they're successful. I think it's but also he, to like
0: prove Rob wrong. Because remember he was even saying like I'll give you 10% of the door We're already going to get 10% of the room. 20%. 110%. This is how much I don't want you to be there. Because it's, again, it's how scared he is of success and how he, it's, it's, um, so to quote, like, Chester, you know, RIP from Linkin Park, from his song Heavy, where he says, um, there's comfort in the panic. I don't like my mind right now stacking
1: up problems that are so unnecessary wish that i could slow things down i want to let go but
0: there's comfort
1: in the panic
0: and, it- and so i think rob has this comfort in not exactly knowing that his life is going to go anywhere but you know he he has his store at the time he had his girl he understood that if nothing was ever going to go right, it was still consistent.
2: And he even mentioned in the movie, it was like suicide by by very small steps,
0: right? And so he, so if he's going to be taking this giant leap, it's going to be even like furthering his failure
2: to yeah. an extent.
0: So I think that's the reason why they had him like singing and proving that you know he really could sing, even though he didn't play. Like he made it very clear, like he doesn't play it just, an instrument. It was
2: it was too gimmicky. Uh, for the end of the movie it's like yeah yeah uh, i mean it it's jack black if, I, i'm not gonna if talk they even, down about it but yeah, i right. thought it was unnecessary if they had point. maybe like
0: switched it with jack black playing his own demo tape instead of like the skater punk kids yeah and then rob walking in going like what is this and they're like he's staring at dick he's like it's it's barry's
2: new album what yeah this is amazing yeah, i they, know they could have cut the kids out well mine kind of uh is including the skaters the robbing scene of i guess that's how they meet but like i thought it had very little payoff and it just kind of fizzled bury the door Fly!
1: Go, hey
0: okay fuckos. how much is this deck worth to you and how much did you steal can you do the math Barry, call the cops. No, Hold up, hold up. Ryuichi Sakamoto, Sig Sig Sputnik, Break Beats, Serge Gainsbourg. What are you guys, stealing for other people? No, those are for us. You guys slamming to Joni Mitchell now? Man, you're like so bigoted to look at us and think we know what we listen to. I think you have
2: more. Even like when they get... They're done. It was like they were. They robbed the the store of plot devices, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> well, we'll turn out your pocket. Here's yes. the, here's the records we're going to use, and the CDs we're going to listen to to mix and our tape, t- and album. the how to guide about how to how to mix at home and they, record. it They home. might as well like threw down, like thrown down a notice of like, oh, one of those tear off little tabs that you find on uh on telephone poles of like. Uh, producer number like oh yeah you mean like
0: the sign that Barry had up in
2: the store for like the
0: past four years or as Rob puts it the last 17,000 years
2: hip young gunslingers
0: (laughs) (laughs) hip young gunslingers Uh, so I didn't necessarily it's not the scene directly where uh, Barry is being rude to the dad looking for the record for his uh, little girl but it's The fact that John Cusack is doing nothing but watching. There's no way she likes that song. Oh, 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 is she in a coma? Oh, okay, buddy. I didn't know it was pick on the middle-aged square guy day. My apologies. I'll be on my way.
2: Bye-bye. Fuck you.
0: nice Barry. really really nice it was just top class rob top five musical crimes perpetrated by stevie wonder in the 80s and 90s go sub question is it in fact unfair to criticize a formerly great artist for his latter-day sins is it better to burn out than to fade away Barry fucking broke man Jesus, he was gonna buy one record which we didn't even have you know what i mean he's he's just watching barry be rude to this guy and have a potential sale walk out of the store And he even comes back and he's, like, lighting up a cigarette again and he's clapping his hands. He's all like, very good. Very classy, Barry. Good job. You know we're broke, right? I I didn't like the fact that he, again, just, like, he did nothing. He let failure just kind of, like, walk in, kick up its feet, and then, you know, order, like, have everyone else order a pizza but not chip in any money.
2: It's like the scene where the girl walks up to Rob (laughs) while he's, again, brooding by the cash register. and, And she's like, do you have any soul? And he's like, "Well, that depends on a lot of things." Like, yeah. oh, Come on, man! Like, it's like, like, no, no, just, no. She's just... meaning real soul, not. Yeah. Let's not get all. It's backed by the jazz and blues. What
0: would you? uh, <laughs> What would you put for your favorite scene?
2: The night that Laura's dad died. Shana, 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 na, na. Nah. Brother, would night it really was. Mother, what night it really was. Angina's tough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> For someone who does not like this movie, you... You had that, that down. No... That was... You were waiting for that. Man! Oh, man. <laughs> I... You know, it's...
0: Uh, for one thing that I... I think it's probably the only time in the movie that I genuinely laughed uh, wholeheartedly. And it was the time that uh, Ray comes into the store. You mean and, Ian? Yeah, I mean Ian. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you know, Ian. Yeah, um. But it's the uh, it's the montage, the different like takes on how the, the conversation, sequences. the dream sequences would go down. And I love the phone to knock lo- his teeth Dude, <laughs> Was that a tooth? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's that entire thing, like him walking over and getting like the the AC unit to like smash his face in, which was very homage to like, you know, a clockwork orange. Mm-hmm. And
2: so, like that, curb stomping him right, on the door.
0: That just made me laugh. I loved that entire segment of the movie because it just—it was the first true bits of laughter that you could get. I love him like being held back and screaming. He's like, "You think ten phone calls a night is the beginning? This is just (laughs) the golden age." Get your
2: patchouli-smelling ass or your patchouli stench out of here, born ass! ass. (laughs)
0: Leave the leave town. Leave the country.
2: That, that is, is that scene. was my... Uh, was that yours? That was, but but that was actually kind of more of my honorable mention, just because it's okay. so good. There's just a, and it's more, I think, just his acting. It's not so much like, oh yeah, like, this is the scene. But when John Cusack is uh, talking to uh, Laura, obviously, uh, Roy, not, not John Cusack, but yeah, you know what I mean. Anyways, yeah. uh, his eyes... When he's like... His eyes are kind of darting back and forth. Um, almost like... Interpreting what she is saying. As she says... You know... Hey, have you slept with him? Mm, not yet. Mm. And he's looking at her... And it's just... So you there's a change. It's really good acting. <laughs> it's really, really solid. And he nails it. And I was like... That is... I think is my favorite part of this whole film. <clears throat> it's just... His level of acting in this moment right now. Of someone who... God, you're a hypocrite, but you are so in that moment worried about her leaving you forever. And like this is just the string that is left to be kind of cut,
0: which only like connects to the fact when like the best friend Liz comes in and like sits him down for dinner and tries to like, she's like, Sh- she's like shut up, Rob, just shut up and listen. Like, why do you even want her back so bad? <laughs> yeah, And she even <laughs> says you can take all the time you want to think about it. And it's not a good man. No, because even like, I mean, it's it's like the weird scene, like after her father's funeral and she says like, will you sleep with me? I just want to like, you know, I want to feel something other than this. I mean, it's either I, either you sleep with me or I go home and I stick my hand in the oven
2: or you burn cigarettes you burn,
0: Or you can put some, I mean, that's a kind of like a, a a clever little quip back and forth between them where he's, she's like, or you can put out cigarettes on my arm and he says, I only have a few left and I was saving them. (laughs) But I mean, it's just it's it's super. It's just that's like a dark, dark thing. Yeah, that's where easy. it's like, do this make me feel better? Um, it's just it's bad. It almost like pays tribute to the uh, the movie Monster Ball with uh, Halle Berry. Make
2: me feel good. Make me feel good. Whoa! <laughs> did that come out too quickly?
0: <laughs> Again, have you seen <laughs> mon- waiting for it? Have you seen Monster Ball? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's I mean, it's kind of like that yeah. thing where it, like it's. I mean, you you can see the point for it in the story, but like again, it's just like mm, why? Mm. I don't
2: know. This went weird. It it did go a yeah, little really weird. I'm responsible for a lot of it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, shall we uh, dive into uh, top like our top favorite albums, like not necessarily ranked?
2: Yeah. All right. Top, top
0: five, five okay. albums. Yeah.
2: Five albums of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, so Casey. sadly Casey Casey my uh, my list is going to <laughs> speak only to I think people that listen to Mike I, I'm the elitist I guess of this weird pop punk and emo crap ska? music are you talking about I ska I mean I uh, I love some ska <laughs> but that's what I, I I don't know when we were making this list I was like oh god Jack and Drew are gonna rip me. No, like, no. I, I like me. So, no. I like me some. Casey in the sunshine. Like... Uh, no, <laughs> Jeez, no. I, I like a a wide variety of music. I mean, I I'm not. I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, you're very very selective. Uh, uh, I mean, like when people say I like everything, I say mm, you don't listen to mariachi, so that's not everything. Mm. Uh, oh well, yeah, I don't listen to that. I'm like, and you probably don't listen to like you know, jazzy. J- jazz music period oh yeah i don't like jazz more yeah. of a ub 40 kind of a guy myself uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, true start it off
0: oh okay so uh one of my albums that i really really liked uh from high school and it um it, it was weird because it it, it first became kind of like rock music in a sense but then it also kind of became like my ironically enough like my kind of like chill calm down music because mm, lovely high school teen angst uh, it was uh Linkin Park's Live from Texas.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I really liked that album a lot. All right. Um so I I don't know if this happened in everybody's high school. Uh maybe it was just my middle school and high school experience, but in the Midwest during the 90s there was it was very cool to like classic rock and have, you know, classic rock album t-shirts mm. and mm-hmm. I don't did do you guys did you have that experience at all? I mean yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. There Th- were those that... there were those groups of people <laughs> yeah. that would like walk around
0: with the shirts on. Like well, that. I was yeah.
2: I was un- unfortunately part of that one of those. Uh, That's fine. Groups. There's no shame. But here. Uh, it would Not have to us. be uh, Led Zeppelin IV, 1971. Uh, I mean, you've got the Battle of Evermore, Missy Mountain Hop, both of which are uh, mentioning you know very Tolkien esque things. Uh, Stairway to Heaven, Going to California. Uh, I loved for years Led Zeppelin. In fact my first job in 1998 at Ace Hardware when I was a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to be saving my paychecks for car insurance money, and I blew the first paycheck. I think it was like $110 on the Led Zeppelin box set, which was like $108. <laughs> yeah. It was a sign. It, it was perfect. <laughs> it, was, it was wonderful. Ooh, and I can even buy a soda. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. There you go. There you go. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, Led Zeppelin four. All right. Well, um, Brand New is a band that uh, I've uh, loved for a very long time um, growing up. And uh, Deja Intentu, uh, en- Enedu, uh, someone will correct me, um, was one of their most phenomenal albums. And uh, that pop punk uh, moving into a, um, a more meaningful and deeper, better riffs, better lyrics, better style, um, Brand new. Love that band.
0: So I really uh, enjoyed uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA, 1984.
2: Mm, the boss. The boss. Who was in the movie. Who was in the movie. Uh, that was supposed to be Himself. Bob Dylan. It was supposed to be Bob Dylan, but they, but couldn't, Dylan they couldn't get Bob Dylan. He just yeah. is cranky. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I can see He wouldn't even accept his Nobel Peace Prize, which he didn't really deserve. But hey, that's all right. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. That's interesting.
2: Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um number two on my list is another first the first uh album that I bought in C D form that I paid for with my own money was uh the Jimi Hendrix Experience, which was like the greatest hits album. Um again, classic rock. I love it. Mm. Uh I did I think buy at the same time Green Day's Dookie. Uh but uh I go back a close li- second. <laughs> I go back and listen to Jimi Hendrix a lot more than I do Dookie, which don't get me wrong, it's it's a fine album, but it just to me didn't have the staying power of Jimi Hendrix. My second one is kind of a weird one, uh Weird Al Yankovic Dare to be stupid. Um, and that's more of my nostalgia, uh just because I listen to that album probably more than any album ever. Which what song, what were some of the songs? On it? Did it have, Yoda? Okay, obviously. Um, <laughs> had uh, I want a new I want a new duck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did it, I can't even say some of these titles. Did it have Avish Paradise on it? No, this that was uh, uh running with scissors. Okay. Um, I believe. Oh no, that was um, I you. Hey, you're the expert here. Bad hair day. That was man. Really, uh, brushing off my the dust off my <laughs> Weird Al <Alie> Yankovich <laughs> trivia, but. <laughs> Really such a fun artist that I've loved forever uh, and greatly respected. So we don't think dare to be stupid. Number two.
0: I think Amish Paradise is my favorite song. It's a great That song. he's ever done. He's oh, done okay. so many, though. Oh, okay, So I really, really liked, um, and obviously couldn't have gotten it at the time because I wasn't born then. But uh, there was a compilation album. So it's the Beatles, 1976, or sorry, uh, 1967 to 1970. Mm-hmm. So it's this nice like twenty eight compilation uh, album. It's just ah, it, it's got like all the good songs.
2: Greatest We've hits are kind of a, a like little bit. Cheap. bit I, I always have cheap, a cheap, cheap sort of a, a different <laughs> argument with my girlfriend <laughs> where she likes the "I Want to Hold Your Hand" type Beatles song, and I like the like the White Album more mm. of the like the "Happiness Is a Warm Gun" uh, song. So. Uh, our, our Beatles opinions are rather frayed. Hmm. I don't like their early stuff as much. Too, I would land on, in that tripod. Me. I'd land on the clear opposite side of. I'm not really a big fan of the Beatles. Ooh, okay, that's all right. Boom, that's but fine. but we're gonna have to check your pulse after this. <laughs> uh, yeah. My Uber will be here, but it, it'll be this, <laughs> it'll be a hearse. <laughs> Am I up again? You're up again. Oh, oh, wait, okay that... hey. Or did you do number three? Yeah. Did Beatles. you he do did, number he three? Did, he did. No, I, I'm I doing just doing said two. Beatles, so it's you then. Uh, all right. Uh, 1978's The Last Waltz. Uh, so Bob Dylan had a backup band when he went electric, and they called themselves The Band. And then they sort of split up, and they they did their their own thing. So like the, uh, uh, take a load off, Fanny. Mm-hmm. Take, so that was The Band, and they sort of had their last final stage performance uh in 1978 and they filmed a documentary about it uh that was directed by martin scorsese uh the documentary is well worth watching but it had you know like bob dylan neil young joni mitchell dr john muddy waters eric clapton wow they they all came out and played songs with the band for the last show it's a phenomenal album and the band is a phenomenal band okay more of your folksy uh folksy rock uh the next couple um artists are are not as known, um, but my fr- uh, next one would be the Lawrence Arms, uh, pornos and snuff films,
0: and uh, that
2: I know <laughs> the the looks on your faces. Like, what, what is what, what is kind this? Of- <laughs> it's a, it's a kind of like grittier, like mm, like pop punk, but it's not so like punk of the. It's so punk that it's not- unpunked. <laughs> it's unpunkable. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I probably described that very. Great it's poetry. pop punk, but not so punk. But it's not exactly—it's gone fun. beyond the event horizon of pop punk. So there was a—I <laughs> am home. <laughs> there was quite a few computer games that I used to play at my grandparents' because, like, there was only a couple that that Paul and I had on the computer there. Um, and I would just listen to that album a lot. And so there are certain games that I just associate with. Yeah, that. it's yeah. it's fun and each song, even though I'd listen to the whole album all the way through, certain songs would line up with different games Mm -hmm. independently. Uh, I remember playing the original Counter Strike when it was the mod off of uh, Half Life Two with with the the you know the like the ten disc C D player in the background just full of Led Zeppelin. And you could just hear it. (laughs) Oh
0: drew Okay, so one that's not necessarily probably gonna like bring a lot of people in to like back my corner, but it's one that I uh I really liked as a kid. And it wasn't even my album, it was actually my mother's and I kept like I, I kept like taking it from her and listening to it all the time and it was uh Tim McGraw's
2: Everywhere. See, I'm not a country fan, so I can't identify. I'm with less just, of a, country just fan. a I'm unfortunately I'm not able to identify with uh yeah. nade and too much. We've got some different musical. That's fine. That's what makes us eclectic. Number four. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an album, and, and all of these are albums that I could start and then listen all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not an album that you just sort of jump around and you pick certain songs that you like. And I think people, a lot of people disagree with me. It's an off-the-wall album to mention, but it's 1996's Cake's Fashion Nugget. Um, a great album. It's from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, it's great. Uh, I think the worst song on it is the one that was the most popular, which is "Going the Distance." But even that, it's still a fun friend fun is a four-letter word. Oh God, Woo! I love that. Woo, I love the feels, that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. folks. The real feels is now becoming the uh, audio feels. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my last, or er, no, this is the still this is number five. No, number five. Number this five. Five. Uh, number five. Five is right out. Um, my fifth one uh, is "Newfound Glories," "Sticks and Stones." Good. And it also I hits, I have, I have an honorable mention, that's
0: right, it's going to come up kind of like next to that.
2: That album, I saw their 10-year um, reunion tour, or mm-hmm. not reunion tour because they never broke up, but uh, their tour of that album, the Sticks and Stones tour, and I saw it live at the Troubadour. Amazing. Phenomenal. Wonderful. Beautiful. Loved it. Can't say enough about, about it. <laughs> can't, say, can't say enough.
0: So something that's like an honorable mention before I get into like the last one, and it kind of goes along with like the same lines of that, where it was uh, MXPX's uh, slowly going the way of the buffalo. Oh my god! Yes,
1: Yes. what? Right there, honorable mention.
2: Yes, MXPX was like a Christian (laughs) punk band. Crap! You know what? Take out your I I love Weird Al, but like you're absolutely right. You want it slowly
0: going the way of the buffalo? It is yours.
2: So I really every song on that album. they were great until they like decided
0: to give up and go mainstream.
2: They're still, uh, they're there's... still
0: okay, but they're nothing like nothing they were. like that though. Nothing, nothing. like <laughs> that.
1: <laughs>
0: Jack is in the dark.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Whispers in the dark. Alitas. <laughs> is, is it safe? <laughs> is it safe? Okay.
0: So, but to wrap this up, um, I really, really like uh ACDC's Back in Black,
2: nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. My honorable mention, I think, because uh, it was a CD I stole from my sister. Uh, and I don't think I ever gave it back. Most of my albums I stole from my brother. <laughs> uh, but it was uh, The Miseducation of Warren Hill, uh, which I thought was a great uh, album. Um, oh, you guys are... Oh,
1: who's oh. in the dark now? No, I just...
0: <laughs> here's the thing. Again, I'm more like I know the songs, not necessarily the albums. Hmm. If I hear it, I'll be all like, okay, I'm a, yeah, I know it. Okay. That's right. that's more me.
2: For uh, me, my number five is... Uh, Dr. Dre's 1992, The Chronic. Thank you. All all of our uh, urban friends were like, "Man, really? No rap? Oh no!" Because there is nothing more absurd <laughs> in this world than a a gangly uh, white boy just getting down. on some <laughs> <industrial> <laughs> And 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 in 1992, Yo, shit, when fool. that came out, <laughs> like that was this crack doing? <laughs> That was edgy Jesus. hardcore, and you know we weren't supposed to listen to it. And uh, I still I have that album in vinyl. Uh, Oh wow! All I right. do, yeah. So good stuff. If you ever want to hear, hear some, you know, some gangster rap. What is the movie that makes fun of Eminem? That makes fun
0: of him? Is it Miami's Miami's Finest or something? Malibu's most Malibu. Malibu's most
2: wanted. You found me, parking.
0: <laughs> Crap! How did <laughs> I know that?
2: <laughs> oh god, my college roommate uh, from freshman year. He, I saw it too many times to be comfortable with. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So with all that being done,
0: shall we? Uh, shall we say that again?
2: I say we just say that again, but just the good, just the good. Yeah, I okay. know. I think there's plenty of bad, but all right, we'll just do just the good. Oh my goodness, that's the most badass thing I've ever heard. Do you understand? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You can say that again.
0: So guys, with you can say that again, we always try to look for the best and the worst lines in a film because definitely it's what makes the movies last longer. Not just the feels we have, but the lines that we can consistently quote. And so today, I guess we're just uh, going to look for uh, the I best mean, parts. I mean, there's plenty of things to knock about this film. And, like, I think we've knocked it enough. Yeah. I think we enough. That's what
2: I'm saying. Like, um, we're beating it like... we beating it up. Ian, yeah. we're just... Mm-hmm. Smashing it on the
0: ground, it. yeah. But it's uh. So I'll, I'll start this off. My favorite line actually comes from Ian. Unfortunately, after he goes off and sleeps with um, what's her face from Lori. the Cosby Show? Oh, uh, um, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, Lisa Bonet.
0: Yes. Okay. So it's when he says it's it's about what you like, not about who you're like. You mean Rob? Rob?
2: Yeah. yeah I was right. like,
0: what? Right. When so, did that happen? No, 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 It's when he's. It's it's one of his like you know fourth wall breaks and yeah. Uh, he says like, Barry and I were talking about it. You know it's it's about what you like. A while back, I that just before I moved. Dick Barry and I agreed that what really matters is what you like, not what you are like. Books, records, films. These things matter. Call me shallow. It's the fucking truth. And by this measure, I was having one of the best dates of my life. Not who you're like. And I really like that line because, I mean, it definitely talks about, again, the aspect of taste, but your taste in various things, I mean, it should, it shouldn't reflect uh, the type of character you are, Mm -hmm. which, interesting enough, like, I don't know, I just, yeah,
2: it's a good line. It's a good line. Uh, My favorite line is, uh, again, Rob sort of monologuing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's uh, should I bolt every time I get that feeling in my gut when I meet someone new? Well, I've been listening to my gut since I was fourteen years old, and frankly speaking, I've come to the conclusion that my guts have shit for brains. It's it's a it's cleverly worded, and uh, I think it sort of slaps a bow on on him. It's exactly sort of trusting his gut since he was fourteen, and he's really just been a bad person to the people yeah. that he's yeah. he's tried to love. His monologues are spot on. Yeah, like they, yeah. and I, I think again that was a line that was ripped straight from. The I novel. think
0: it's. I think it's actually like. I mean, him breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience. It is the deepest truths that he allows himself to have, because if he's breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience, then he one doesn't have to interact with the people that are set in his actual world.
2: If you guys have Audible uh, and you ever feel like burning a credit, um, it's. Uh, High fidelity is like three hundred and twenty six or three hundred and forty pages. It Audible clocks in at under like three hours, three and a half hours. Okay, and it is it is fun to listen to because he's narrating it, and you just get that this this is an awful guy, but he's completely self aware of it in the book. Mm. Yeah, uh, whereas Rob is sort of comes to terms with it by the end of the movie. Yeah, right. Uh, mine. Uh and i'll let you uh fill it in with the the sound bite um which is charlie you fucking bitch <laughs> you fucking bitch <laughs> i right, so, fucking right. knew it okay. let's work this out
0: right, so <laughs> the dreaded marco
1: charlie you fucking bitch let's work it out just open the fucking door charlie look let's talk it charlie talk-
2: there you go yes let's work this out the way that he just screams it and it immediately <laughs> follows with like let's work this out and he's
0: watching the window and she just like comes up and it's like the the,
2: the, the bed sheet marco comes marco up behind comes us up from behind. oh god he was a little sunnier than you a little more refined yeah <laughs> what a bitch but yeah that that was just the best that he, he had, and he was so angry, yet I still want to make this work. This
0: movie, honestly, it didn't even make its own money back um, yeah. in the box office, which is, is kind of a shame. I think the movie has some really good qualities to it, but overall, like, It's, it's got a bit
2: of charm to
0: it. Yeah, its own there is way. a bit of a letdown um, with some of the writing. And some of the some of the character development, I do enjoy Jack Black in the film. I I, I mean everything about like John Cusack, I do enjoy, but I mean it definitely has to be his uh, fourth wall breaking that makes the movie for me. Yeah, because again, I think it's the only bit of honesty that you're truly
2: getting out of his character. I would agree. The would Zach agree. Morrising of the yeah, a little, a little bit, sa- little say about the bell. Yeah, and I would probably rank this movie, uh, as we always rank them, four broken records out of 10 i i did not it was it fell below mm. okay all right uh well they, they like a rhinestone cow cow, cow cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> they they rank uh what is it uh silver gold and platinum Ooh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, damn you jack You're well i job. i'd either go silver or maybe like um rules gold oh oh my gosh it's still a now. It's still a battle. <laughs> it's still a metal. Zinc? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's aluminum. A, it's a it's a movie that if I was if I was by myself and uh, not having a good day and it, 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 it came on, I would probably watch it just so I could, you know, brood along with uh, okay. Rob. But it's not something like Come on over. We're watching, High We're watching Fidelity. Woo <laughs> <Fidelity."
0: laughs> <laughs> Uh You know, honestly, I would probably man you know I would definitely give this maybe like five out of ten I would give it a solid half Mm. it's uh it's again it's not great it's uh it has five out of ten what five out of ten
2: I don't know Charlie you fucking bitches (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) five out of ten coffins being lowered we can make this work five out of ten hey that's private (laughs)
0: I don't know. Yeah. Five <laughs> five out of ten mixtapes
2: there. If you really wanted to hurt me, you should have left earlier. <sighs> there you earlier. go. Five out of ten mixtapes. That's mm. what I'll give it. Although, the, the very, very last song, uh, Stevie Wonder, um, I was singing it to Jack as he was walking up. Uh, I bet you were. I, I hope that uh, we, we play we play it out to these people. We can do that. Then, yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with me loving you. Yeah. So.
0: Forever. I wish I would have made it on time then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This song
2: could have been for me and giant tough <laughs> oh my gosh so
0: uh this week i did uh put out the uh drew's clues and it was clues. it was drew's, <laughs> clues.
2: drew's clues drew's clues
0: it was a uh, guest by a uh, besotted geek podcast so uh, give them their uh give them their dues and uh, you know, guys, we are thanking you so much for joining us for our music episode in two thousands high fidelity. Gotta love uh, little John Cusack, little Jack Black for you know make basically making the movie a bit worth it. A little bit of
2: Catherine Zeta-Jones, oh, John Cusack, Jones. Uh, Timothy Timothy Robin. yeah,
0: yeah. No. a little bit. I mean, him getting hit him with the phone that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but guys, you know what? Look for us out there on Twitter at real feels pod on facebook you can catch us on all of the podcatchers, itunes stitcher Podbean. send us an email at real podcast at gmail.com and hey don't forget us on patreon we have a bunch of subscribers we got a brand new one for someone who's also going to pick us a new movie so far we have two people picking Woo. movies for us Woo. fantastic we need more guys you want to you want to pick the last set of movies that we're going to be doing get on there donate ten dollars We need people to pick some movies. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, next time, we're going to be having our very special horror episode in lieu of October happening. (laughs) And this one is Jack's choice. It is going to be his his birthday choice. But until then, we're going to keep that a secret. We'll put out more uh, Drew's clues for you when it's definitely going to be happening. But in the words of Liam Neeson, good
2: luck. Mm. luck. or actually the the terrorist, not Liam <laughs> He says it in the third <laughs> one. Never mind, I can say it. Are you talking Taken? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my gosh! Sweet, sweet.
0: Jokes. Guys, go put on a record, here. enjoy yourself, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for being the
2: realist, the feelist. Goodbye. I
1: believe when I fall in love, this time it will be forever. Without despair, we will share, and the joys of caring will not be replaced. What has been must now. And the truth, of love are glad and firm, they won't be hard to find. And the words of love I speak to you will echo in my mind.